I, the room feels so empty right now, Davey. It does. I'm a little sad. Why is that? Because Matt's not here. Matt's gone. Mm. Matt is gone. The, the, the straw that stirs the drink is gone. This is like a throwback episode. We're, we're, we're a couple weeks early to Darlington, I guess. Um, and it's next weekend, not this weekend. How have you been, Davey? How have you been? I've been okay. Uh, highs and lows, as always. Um, you know, doing my best, hanging in there. Yeah. Sim racing when I can. Spending a lot of money registering vehicles and such. You got the, you got the Miata registered? No, I haven't had time to yet. It's crazy. Oh. It's crazy. The DMV is open exactly the amount of time that you're at work. You're at work. I, it's just so <laughs> weird how that works. We don't have the DMV. You don't have the DMV? What does that mean? We just have like an office called the Secretary of State's office. And like they do everything. And when I say everything, I mean like everything. So it's not just like Department of Motor Vehicles. It's like other stuff too. I guess we kind of have that too, but it's still called the DMV. Well, I was just not like Maryland, special. but like DMV, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like the Beltway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not the Beltway, whatever that means. Interesting note. Did you know the University of Maryland in the heart of the DMV hasn't recruited a college basketball player from that very rich talent pool there since like 2002? No, I really don't care about college sports. I just so thought it was funny. To, that's maybe something that you could talk to Matt about, but Matt's not here and it's me. I like cars that go in circles and then occasionally i like a good game of soccer so unless you got a soccer footy. to talk about unless you got soccer to talk about i think the show should start soon all right let's go ahead and start the show <laughs> welcome in folks to another episode of the fake racers podcast here on jtn2 or on your podcast platform hope you're enjoying our sweet sounds of our voices out there mm. as always i'm joe i'm davy that's me and uh we are your hosts you can see Crystal's tail. If you're watching in the background, he's kind of just chilling. Hey, hey, Joe. What yeah. mic? What mic are you selected on right now? Am I? I'm. You sound I'm on... a little. You sound a little off. Do I? Don't I don't know if it's the. I don't know if it's the microphone. But I'm on this one. Really? Okay. Never mind. It sounded like you were. It sounded. It honestly, it sounds like your camera has a microphone that it's using. That's what it sounds like. Oh. You, hmm. you sound a little bit like echoey. Like let's uh, let's go ahead and check that real quick. Yeah, it's fine. I... No one watches the video. No, no. I mean, here's the thing. The recording's picking up the right audio. It's just you wouldn't be getting the right audio. Okay, that's fine then. Whatever. Are you okay with it? I'm fine with it. Because it, it, actually, it's probably... I'm, I'm looking at it right there. Looking at the little guy. Hey, you. It's, I'm fine with um, it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Well, uh, we, are, we are back here for another episode of the Fake Racers Podcast. Um, I already did this part, so let's not go back. Uh <laughs> Talladega was this past weekend. It was a, it was an interesting two days down there in Talladega. Let's go ahead and we can start with Saturday. Um, <laughs> the Arca race. Well, you want to, if we race. can start with the Arca race. We can talk about the Arca race a little bit. There's hot air balloons apparently now are getting involved. Tony, was it Bredding, Bredinger, <laughs> Bredinger. Still doesn't know that she can full throttle it. I guess is what I heard. <laughs> um. Heard that involved in that what big up? wreck that got to, oh my god, I'm, his name is slipping my mind. Who cares? Unfortunately, I do. Not I mean, he had to get but... cut out of the car, he had to go to the hospital. That's pretty bad. Yeah, well, it's didn't a look good like thing a young fella. It's it's a good thing he got surgery on that left leg. Maybe he'll use it next time. I'm pretty sure he was the one that got hit. Oh, really? Are you sure? 
thought it was a it was driving no, I thought, 69. No, I thought the right? guy. No, no, yeah, isn't that the guy who hit though? Arca driver cut from car. Let's look. Here we go. Yahoo, of course, always a great source. Uh, yeah, it was Scott Melton was placed on a stretcher. Melton's car. Let's see. Oh. What car was he in? Oh, no, he did. I guess he did smash. Yeah, it's the guy who friggin' T-boned the guy. <laughs> he, like, um, friggin' yard-sailed the guy and then yard-sailed his leg, too. Ugh. Ouch. Yeah. Anyway, maybe that's a little bit rude, but I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that well, makes sense. You're, like, getting broke when you... Yeah. Anyway, that was pretty stupid. Apparently, Austin Cindric um, was good in the booth, too, so... That's what I heard. It's hard to be good in the booth when the race is as bad as that one is, but he did a good job. Hey, Jamie Little's um, doing a good job up there, at least trying. Jamie Little's doing a, a fine job. A better a better announcer than Vince Welch coming off and the she was, she was actually... She was quite shaky at the beginning of the season, too, from what I've heard and remember. Last year, she was. Right, 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 this right, right, is, right yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, this is right this year too. A couple that she's done this year have been decent. I mean, still, obviously, you can tell it not used to it, not the normal role, but yeah, yeah, because she's an amazing pit reporter. Yes, like, like yes. probably probably one of the top pit reporters like around the sport, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, but um, and then then <laughs> the end of the race. Okay, so let's talk <laughs> about this because I saw a lot of complaining about. Not finishing the Arca race, and then I also saw a lot of complaining about how bad the Arca race was. So, first of all, which one is it? Um, second of all, I get the, like, like Corey Heim obviously had some pretty pointed comments about how this isn't racing, or yada, 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 changing the rules, whatever. Drivers speak to get some clout with the fan base. Um, and honest and true feedback, right? Because it was kind of dumb. Yeah, but uh, I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, it's because TV, TV, TV wanted the race to end." Um, you need an hour between the end of one race and the start of the next race. Xfinity had to start by four thirty, mm-hmm. in theory, um, to make sure that they had enough daylight in case there was a red flag, in case you know, because we we know these things happen at that track, right? Yeah. Um, do you like the call? No, but. Uh, Sometimes, sometimes you just have to make a decision. I've been in plenty of, I've been in plenty of cart races with no TV cameras that have been, you know, rearranged or turned around. I mean, I had a race where like we had a huge wreck at the start, and they put us at the end of the day, and it screwed us because the track changed so much. But like right. that's just that's just the event. It's not the TV or anything. That's just sometimes how it goes when you have a big event. I, uh, I mean, I get the frustration from the drivers for sure. Oh yeah, and it's not 100%. their fault that NASCAR scheduled the ARCA race to start at one, and the Xfinity race to start at four. Why? Like, just why? Um, I, like the whole early start time thing. I know we've talked about, it and it's like, eh, a little bit here, a little bit there. But like at Talladega, we should be starting earlier. I feel like the the remedy for it is you put Cup qualifying Sunday morning before the race. You have plenty That's of time, um, and you've done that before now. You did it a couple yeah. times last year, so. I I don't know. I uh it was kind of a gaffe. I wouldn't be surprised if they have it kind of remedied for the fall when you have the trucks and the Xfinity having to run on Saturday. 
Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of dumb for those teams to also be down there for two days when one of the days they're just running two laps, maybe only one, maybe two on the mm. track too. So, I mean, I don't know. Cause cup guys, I think had to get there. Were there th- Friday or Thursday or not Friday or Saturday, uh, for inspection. Cause there was a lot of talk about the cars with the UV light and the heat kind of with the yeah. new, Yeah. Which is very interesting and very fun, and I encourage you to go look at it. I won't bore Davey with it. Um. No, no, no. I I kept up with a little bit on Twitter how the the panels were. It wasn't that they were like they were they were bulging because they were yeah. expanding, right? Yeah, yeah. They were expanding um, and they were bulging in the frames they were in. Yeah, because so like different types of composite materials have reacted more or less to UV light. It wasn't necessarily like the ambient heat, but the the actual the sunlight. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is interesting, by the way, to me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um, it's almost like maybe they should have like a shaded room that the cars can can trudge through, <laughs> or maybe let them stay in their garage stalls until they have to go through tech. Yeah. Um, mobile tech station. Easy... Mobile or just tech buy, station. just buy easy ups. You know. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> just go to Harbor Freight. <laughs> buy like su- a easy ups. Wouldn't be surprised if every team has one by the summer. Um, yeah, honestly, it's probably just four crew members on each leg. <laughs> yeah, I, if it works, uh, honestly, it's not it windy, probably, right? Like, yeah, it's better than six crew members with umbrellas. So. <laughs> it doesn't look as <laughs> it looks saw, dumb, but none of it has dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, a very, very interesting little little thing uh, there uh, in tech. But Xfinity race was very interesting, right? Larry Mack was back on top of the pit box for Jeffrey Earnhardt. Mack is back. A black. Th- Number three car for Richard Childress Racing was on track at yep. Talladega um, again, and it was an Earnhardt behind the wheel. Jeffrey did really well. Obviously, car qualified on pole, uh, mm. managed to finish second in the race. Was, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch Race Hub tonight, and I it sounded like they might have had a couple like like a piece or two about it. Because it mm-hmm. sounded like they like Fox really as part of like the deal to let him call the race and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Because he was talking about it on his show that they really wanted to make sure they got a lot of content out of it. So it's that mu- that magical word, that content word mm, that everybody's yeah. chasing these days. But um, really, that cool. was pretty cool. And I thought he had a really good shot to win. I think he made maybe one or two many one or one or two too many dumb moves down the backstretch on the white flag lap. Yeah, but but I mean, is how many, what it is. how many times has he been in a position to win a race? And oh, yeah, right, absolutely. like. That's that's all stuff you're gonna learn. Uh, Absolutely, I mean, and and also if you don't have a spotter that's also experienced at calling super speedway races, that'll affect you a lot. Which I think I'm gonna get into a little bit with the cup finish. But we'll <laughs> I wore my I wore my Tiger's hat because Miggy hit three thousand. I know you don't care about that, but that was you're pretty right. cool over the weekend you're on right Saturday. I and I I was gonna wear that. <laughs> I was gonna wear the the hat that I think you're talking about, but I uh, I decided against. It. I decided to wear my boys' merch tonight, but um. Yeah, so Noah Gregson wins. Um, congrats to him and his t- right place, right time, right? I mean, there's just a cluster there at the end. Uh, I think we yeah. what, we had three overtime finishes. Like, yeah, it was, a forget. It was just, I'm just, I forget it. Like at this point, it was quite a forget for 
it was like forgettable a, because everyone there was cars running out of fuel gregson yeah. pretty much only won because the seven ran out of fuel right in front of them yeah the front row the which was insane by the way like i don't know i forgot that but yeah aj Allmendinger. it was a weird race yeah that aj was a weird race. decided to be aj Allmendinger on the super speedways and yeah but like straight to the back throw a win away yep happens every time but yeah, I I think if Jeffrey Earnhardt hooks up with uh, I forget who was in front of him at the time. He was in if third. If Ryan going... Sieg isn't an idiot off of turn two, that too, or through turns one and two or whatever it was, like he just that, that too. I I really think Jeffrey Earnhardt could have hooked up and see so he was because he was trying to make a move into second, and I just I just don't think that was the best thing to do. I think I think you can make up a lot more momentum on the straight. Obviously, this is all twenty twenty, but this is what I do. This is what this is why I enjoy talking about. Uh, he could have made up a lot more momentum on the straightaway hooking up than hooking up at the end of the straightaway trying to make it up in the corner. You know, there's not a lot of momentum to make up there. The car's yeah. already doing a lot of work. So on the straightaway, he, he maybe should have thought a little bit further ahead, you know, but I mean, you know, again, like, like you said, how many chances has he been in to win a race like that? You know, none. Sometimes you think too far ahead too. Yeah. And we'll get into exactly. that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> It, it didn't feel like nothing too stupid. It didn't feel like nothing too smart either with that race. Yeah. Again, I I didn't really think it was a really memorable Talladega race. It was a good race. Like I don't want to say it was bad, but it was fun. Just it, it was, was just weird. it was Xfinity at Talladega. Nothing yeah. great. No Noah won. Like okay, cool. Kind of like the most meh thing you can have at this point now in the Xfinity series. <laughs> Noah winning or Justin Allgaier winning or yeah. Ty Gibbs. Uh, Ty Gibbs winning. <laughs> Boring. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, also, kudos to Austin Dillon, because it sounds, uh, again, Larry Mack on his the show he does on XM today said that Austin Dillon was the main catalyst for getting that deal done. So That's really cool. Kudos. Wasn't wasn't Austin Dillon in the booth for the yep. Xfinity Series race? Too? He did a really good job. He he did. I, he, I, I tried to make sure it was him, but it was he did a really good job. I've been I've been very impressed with how good he's been. And Kurt Busch did a good job. Kurt Busch seems like he's been hit or miss. Uh, it's mm-hmm. felt a little off when he's done the truck races, and I don't know if that's like a Vince Welch, Michael Waltrip kind of weird dynamic to be in the middle of, or <laughs> um, probably that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was good though. They did good up in the booth. Uh, but I think that brings us to Sunday. Brings us to Sunday. Brings uh, us to Sunday. What a, let's start at the beginning and then we'll make it event. to the end eventually. Because there were some things to talk about, like ECR engines going kaboom and failing. It sounded like timing belts on both of them. Um, kind of, and you know, Clint Boyer, Dale Jr. We'll talk about that after we kind of get through the race itself. We'll talk about the booth and yeah. we can talk about presentation because this weekend they did another good job on Fox. But, um, it, you know, when you have those failures, it's kind of something else breaking, and then it breaks the belt, and, you know, you just have this, like, cataclysmic. You have the Reddick has the issue. He comes down pit lane. He doesn't cause a big wreck. Then Daniel Hemrick has his motor let go right in front of Austin Dillon. Um, Dillon gives him a little kaboom because, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden the car just dropped anchor. Um, <laughs> at the, I believe that was coming, that was close to the end of stage one. Yeah. I think, yeah, so... um. That sucked because Reddick kind of felt like this could be not that he's not going to have a shot like through these summer months. Right. But this yeah, felt like one where like, hey, you get a win here because your car has been really quick. Chevy was really quick this weekend. Hendrick cars decided to go against raw speed and go for race pace. And. Uh, 
Um, yeah. Chevys were good. Chevys were good. The Chevys were really good. The Toyotas had a decent line there at the end, too. The Fords. Where... Ugh. Gone. Where were they? They're, they were, they were like, pretty abysmal. Like, we saw how, we saw some of the other manufacturers, like, hook up at one point in two-car tandems, essentially, and, like, they made a lot of headway. And then I was watching Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano shoving the SHIT out of each other, <laughs> getting nowhere. They were no, 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 no. They were moving, but if you watch, Joey like bailed on that so quick because no, Brett, they the weren't. Way... They weren't. They weren't going anywhere. Yeah, they were. They, 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 no, they, they were stuck at the back. They were stuck at the back uh-uh. still. They, they weren't going anywhere. They were no. the lead two cars in the outside lane. Yeah, in a three wide situation where the bottom two lanes had like a million cars, they were still behind the field. They were at the back. Are we talking about the same situation? I, uh, maybe we're not, but. Because Joey went three wide to get out of the way of the six car because Brad was, again, being Brad on a super speedway. And sometimes that's very frustrating yeah, as a fan this, of his. And sometimes it's really yeah, good. But uh, yeah. the, instance I'm ta- the instance I'm talking about, Brad was pushing Joey and they're kind of near the back. And they just I mean, they were all they were like out kind of they like made a move to the outside three wide. And like most of the field was kind of near the bottom. And they just they're shoving the hell out of each other yeah. for about a lap and just didn't get any didn't make any headway at all. And, and I was like, geez. The reason Rough. they were doing that, um, uh, Brad obviously was a lap down with the speeding penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fir- the first one did a second one, um, and <laughs> the field caught Ross Chastain and Michael McDowell. Ross with a baller move <laughs> decides to drive just in the middle of the track, and it got <laughs> him back on the lead lap, and is probably the most pivotal point of the race. If he had to, mm. I think, kind of take one where driver made the ch- made the choice and um kind of gave put himself back in a chance to win the race mm. i know i know there's yeah. probably a lot of people that aren't happy about that but uh <laughs> i mean that's uh nothing bad happened so hey you know it's okay yeah <laughs> it, so and, and you yeah. heard this from the booth um with the junior booth. and boyer talking about it like hey that's not like something they should have done like you know, you normally you don't do that and stuff, but um, Keselowski's already embedded in that pack. You mm-hmm. figure Ross falls to the back of it. We saw it was hard to kind of make up spots, and those are in the two, first two stages and even towards the yeah. end of the race. Um, but yeah, uh, that was that was a pretty baller move by Ross Chastain. <laughs> it was certainly something. <laughs> I I mean I think. Most people would agree that he probably shouldn't have done it, but it saved his race, mm-hmm. and nothing t- too terrible happened other than maybe some people were mad at him, which I'm sure he doesn't care about. So, which you can't care about, right? I think no, that's exactly. that's the new uh, a new race car driver mentality here in the states. The new ethos of NASCAR drivers. Just, I think it's I think it's NASCAR race car drivers everywhere. I mean, you've seen it with you saw it with Max and Lewis last year in the battle yeah. for the championship. You you've Seen it to a lesser degree in IndyCar with kind of the way these guys are, you know, they're more, more willing to be a lot Get closer. And, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. It's everyone wants to act like it's a new thing. It's been brewing for 20 years now with the ages of these guys, but yeah, um, exactly. You got the restart there in stage two where we played bumper cars. Truex uh, decided to tap the brakes and i love yeah. that they they use the telemetry and everything and 
doing all the doing all the Total. NR league admins proud out there. But uh <laughs> um Oh man. <laughs> so Truex is obviously he's out in front on the outside lane. I think Byron was probably leading on the outside and got down or Larson, whichever one of the two, because they did a pretty good job of choreographing their restarts there. Yeah. Um and Truex hits drags the brake to get back to Jones. And Logano gets to the back of Jones, and then Bubba gets in the back of Logano. Logano's in a sandwich, and bam, bam, you got a big wreck. Which is really the only bam, big bam. wreck of the race, too. I mean, and there are a couple like yeah. smaller incidents, but... Nothing, I mean, the, the wreck at the end was big-ish. It was big hits. Know? Big hits, not like, you know, it wasn't a bunch of cars, which <laughs> it was good. I I know the I know the the group of people that I always say I saw people online know I'm talking about them at this point, but I don't want to do that <laughs> to them. But to see people saying Joey didn't even try to turn the car back right after he smacked the wall and the steering was probably broke or the toe was probably out on the car, just <laughs> that was hysterical. Like, why would he turn back in front of the field? Mm, like, yeah, I, I luckily I didn't see that. The people I was I was so hanging on Discord watching the race. I was hanging on Discord watching the race and. Uh... All I, I, most people kind of understood, and at least that Discord, that like, oh, something must have broke because uh, he just went straight down. <laughs> That's in, crazy. People in voice understood. Um, yeah. But... yeah. <laughs> um... <You> know, <laughs> these things happen. Hey, sometimes the brain doesn't communicate with the feet, you know? Um, Don't know why I chose those two. Yeah, that was a little weird. Awesome. But uh, anyway, the last lap. <laughs> We really. You want to get to this. You want to get to this. You're. We're speeding through this to get to this for you. We're not speeding. We're not. We can. We can. We can stop. No. 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 Okay. I I just. I I just. I. I really wanted Eric Jones to win. I. I like Eric Jones. Mm -hmm. But. Man. So what a. What a blunder. Can I uh, go through my probably slightly and if not a lot more biased, review of that last before you probably give the more uh, tempered description and opinion um so obviously i think he does a great job that whole like last stint up until coming off of turn four right yeah works the lanes gets to the outside at the right time rides it to the front um is battling Mm -hmm. with larson having getting good pushes from i forget who was behind him um but getting really good pushes and doing a really good job of holding on to the car because those pushes were crazy Mm. Um, especially whoever was in the outside line, because it really it's, it felt like the inside line was the better line, and it, it didn't seem like anyone ever tried to go up next to the wall. It didn't like we were on the bottom the whole race. Yeah. Um. It's coming off a turn four, right? Larson is going to get a, he gets a huge shove from Ross. You got Kurt Busch getting a shove from it wasn't but I forget who it was. Uh, Bubba's back there too, giving a big shove. Like they're, they're three wide further on back. Yeah. Larson gets the shove from Ross. Eric goes up to block that move. Larson continues to go up the track to try to get around him. Eric, I don't know if it looked like he got clipped. Looking back at it, he didn't get clipped, but kept going up and then kind of lost control of the car. So I, my assumption is he probably, you know, yanked the wheel and with the way the steering is so much more reactive now, um, that might have. Mm-hmm. Come up on him, and obviously Ross gets through to the bottom. Um, not, not to say that you know driver in this situation doesn't play a pivotal role in the finish and should be able to 
see what's happening enough to make the move back to the bottom. But the fact that it doesn't seem like it was called that the momentum wasn't coming from the five, it was coming from the one is what really frustrates me. Because I know you said the thing about ex inexperienced spotters and then kind of pointed towards this. Rick Corelli has been a spotter for a very long time. At now. You know what I That's mean? That's fine. But, and Eric has won at Daytona a few to get his first career win. The Clash, he just got pushed by Hamlin. Just throw that one out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but has been very good at this plate stuff. Mm -hmm. at, he was the second best plate driver at Toyota when he was with Gibbs. You know, Hamlin's obviously the best over there. You can't refute that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has been one of the best with this 43 team, which, of course, had Bubba Wallace in the car before, who was really good, is obviously really good at this thing, too. Mm. So, what was so frustrating to me, it felt like he wasn't given the right information, or if he was not, if he was given that information, it wasn't soon enough. That's exactly what I think happened. And and like when I said an experienced spotter and then pointed the situation, I I didn't mean that I like I it was more of like a reference to like I think the spotting let Eric Jones down, inexperienced or not. I think I think a I think a better call gets Eric Jones that win. Um because what I kind of the way I kind of saw it was like Kyle Larson moved up and immediately ran into someone. And so we should not be calling Kyle Larson. We should not be calling go high, go high, block high. We need to be calling, okay, get back down. Because all the momentum that was just up there is gone. Yeah, you don't Kurt have Bush to worry is going about, towards the wall, right? You don't like... have to worry about, so you don't have to worry about your outside anymore because they just completely ruined it. And so you need to get back down. And as a spotter, I would be yelling at my driver, come down, come down, come down, come down. Like you cannot stay up there in that situation. Like that, 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 that is gone. That is behind you. There, there is no way they made contact, bring it down. And I, it, it's like, just it, like, you can, I, you can just kind of tell you can like, I can almost like, I, obviously I didn't, I haven't heard the audio. I don't, I don't know if anyone has, but like, I don't it think looks Fox like, ended up playing it. So, cause it, cause it looks like he's calling high all the way through the trioval. Eric Jones almost goes to the damn wall. Yeah. And he didn't need to. He didn't need to at all because because Kyle Larson was wrecking. Like he wasn't making a move at that point. He was he was going in the fence. Like I just don't understand. Like it just it the way it looked to me was like he was calling him calling EJ to the wall and just no need no need. The run was coming down bottom after that. So and just he made the <clears throat> he made and my opinion he made the right move, right? Like I think I think initially yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. The first block on Larson, and my philosophy has always been too, like, if you make a move, you get blocked, you don't get to make a second move. Because someone's mm -hmm. coming behind you, and exactly what why I say that happens, right? Kurt Busch has a big head of steam. He's going to try to get around Larson because he's going to try to get around Jones, who now has no, has kind of stalled out his momentum. Mm -hmm. um, and hindsight's twenty twenty, right? And again, like you said, I don't think, I don't think Fox played the audio back. I'm mm -hmm. recording this on a Monday. Door Bumper Clear is always a very good podcast when it comes to this type of stuff. So yes, be interesting yes, to hear yes. what they say. Because um, if you don't agree with anything they say, they at least know what they're talking about in terms of racing and spotting, yeah. right? They, they, they've been around long enough to where you just you can't deny the insight that they bring. And that's, exactly. that's why I still listen. So. Um, you saw, I, I, if I recall correctly, Eric said he didn't know the one car had such a big run. 
in yeah, his post race interview. Is, I think so I think that's miss. the that's probably where he is. Either again, Corelli called it too late, didn't call it at all, or um, because we act because like you know we act like the spotter is just like a a being somewhere in the sky that tells them where everyone is. Like that spotter is a human, and they make mistakes. Right, too, exactly. You know? so like it like it. it not to say that Rick Riley is a bad spotter or anything like that. But I mean, like, very obviously he's not, right? Things, like very obviously he's not. <laughs> he's been he's been around forever. So like people make mistakes and it, it it sucks because like moments like this, it's like it's like it's like it, you know, I'm gonna equate this to soccer real quick. It's like your goalkeeper can be having an amazing game if they if they they stopping all these shots, if they make one blunder and you lose that game one oh. It's the goalie's fault. It, it's the it's the keeper's fault. It's all the keeper's fault. Yep. You know, no one looks at the defenders, but like you know, and they just it is the keeper's fault. The keeper made a blunder. They made an error, and it's the same thing with like obvious, at least in our eyes, you know, from from a layman's perspective, an odd, an obvious kind of spotting error. It's like it's all the spotters, all the spotter, but it, it, that crap happens. So I don't I don't think what we're we're saying is to point the finger, but just to explain the situation, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. You, if you're going to f- put blame on the 43 card not winning and you and you have to assign it to one person, you assign it to the spotter. You don't assign it to the driver, you don't assign it to any other driver, you yeah. probably the spotter in this case. And that's that's yeah. very unfortunate. Didn't even get a top 5. I know. Which I know. was very disappointing. I uh <laughs> I have not been that like negatively emotional like i've been emotional about races uh i go back to the talladega race last year that was pretty cool yep. um go like chase briscoe winning obviously i'm a fan of chase briscoe and stuff but i wasn't like like oh wow like overjoyed by it, it was like okay mm-hmm. cool um like i was oof, i was heated because <laughs> I was, my man leads twenty five laps, does everything right until coming off a of turn four, and yeah, and, and really it was one move, mm-hmm. one move that cost him. That was and it. you know he should have won this race in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaney just walls him. Uh, so <laughs> when Blaney fans complained about the five hundred, I really didn't care. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Especially as a Brad fan too, when you know you also know that Penske teammates aren't very good with each other when it comes to the end of the races in general. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was that was so sad because I don't know if he deserved to win the race. I don't th- I don't know if anyone like ever like, you had to be away far and away the best driver to deserve to win at a super speedway when it comes to like you know not just making the right move on the last lap. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely deserved to finish in the top five because he ran there for most of the day. Never took left side tires either. So good job. Ooh, uh, wow. Dave Ellens is a good crew chief. And guess where Dave Ellens is from? Hmm. Michigan. So just saying. Shut up. Oh, my God. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, though, Ross Chastain. Uh, doesn't make a dumb move and it gets rewarded with a victory. So that's some good positive reinforcement. <laughs> Um, uh, ooh, some salt behind that one. It's not. It's just not. Nah, nah, it fine. was like it's like the low hanging fruit because I'm more of a fruit of the loom kind of guy instead of jockey, you know. Um, that wasn't good. I thought that no was pretty laughing. good. I, I can hear I, I can hear our can audience hear the- not laughing. <laughs> 
the the eight people. The eight people <laughs> that watch. Thank you for that, by the way. Um, keeping <laughs> Thank us, you. Keeping us real humble, real humble. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, Chastain obviously wins. I think it's the, talked about. It, this is the same car he drove at Coda, which is real testament to the next gen car because both the track house yeah, cars were awesome. fast. I assume the ninety nine was probably also the Coda car because uh, I kind of my assumption is those two teams work in tandem with yeah. kind of the, their schedule. And it, Justin Marks, again, in a lot of his interviews has talked about how like, okay, one car wins, we all win. Like everyone at Trackhouse is going to get a ring for the Coda victory. It doesn't matter if they're on the one or the 99 team. Everybody gets that's, a ring, that's right? That's so cool. Justin Marks is a cool guy, but yeah. Someone needs to do a video essay about Justin Marks. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, <laughs> maybe us. Uh, <laughs> but Trackhouse uh, feels like they're for real, right? Daniel Suarez was obviously fast, let a lot of laps in the opening of the race. Mm. Daniel um, Suarez, uh, both of them, not just at Talladega, have been... Quite good this season. Suarez probably um, should have been the one to win at Coda. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, he was really yeah. fast. Um, yeah, he was. But, yeah, they've both been really good. Suarez has been lacking behind Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, but I, I don't know if it's like a 1A, 1B, or if it's just a A, B, or what 1, 2. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's mm-hmm. still... I don't know... If Ross gets one more win here before Suarez, I feel like that's when you start to say, okay, it's a one and a two, not a one A, one B. But still, with the yeah. way the 99 team has performed, it still feels like a one A, one B. Because, like, I mean, look, he led a bunch of laps last week at Bristol. And mm-hmm. yep. He's been up front. He's been in the top 10 in a lot of these races. A lot more races than he has in, even when he was at Gibbs. Yep. You know? So. Yeah. And it's really, it really still feels like Daniel Suarez is due, you know, mm-hmm. given his speed this season. So. Can't wait to have five first-time winners this year. You know how freaking cool that would be? That'd be awesome. Wait, we only need two more. Has that ever happened? I assume so. I mean, the first year in NASCAR, probably, so... Okay, well, shut up. Okay, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. You're the one that asked the question. Shut up. No. Dumb questions get dumb answers. Um, There's no such thing as dumb questions, only dumb people like you. Ooh. Gotcha. Maybe you should fuck. Maybe you should freaking. I'm not even gonna bleep that one because I didn't say, say it. Bullet. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, I didn't say it. But a very good Cup know. Series race from Talladega. Very entertaining. I was on the edge of my seat. Don't know if that was because my driver was up front or what. Um, again, congratulations to Brad Keselowski for throwing the race away twice in the same race. Uh, good job. <laughs> really proud of you i actually got and it's funny because yesterday <laughs> oh i got my, my i got my i finally got my uh kohler generators t-shirt that i really liked that has like his car and it's not like a terrible looking race car shirt like some yeah. of the stuff is and i wore it today and uh didn't feel the same as wearing a two-car shirt i don't know what it was but it didn't feel the same <laughs> um but yeah good talladega race part of that was the presentation and the broadcasting um if you start with race day, once again, they had the stage. I see people saying, oh, Fox has made the fix. They listened to us. Again, remember, uh, what did I say last week, Davey? Uh, you had Talladega, which is a marquee event. You had Bristol, which is a marquee event. And uh, Dover is not. Correct. So uh would uh, assume that that stage is probably gone this week. I hope it isn't, yeah. right? Like, I don't want that to be the case, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, would assume that they 
don't elect to continue to do that. Maybe they do it for All Star. Maybe they do it for the Coke Six Hundred. I think All Star would be really cool because you obviously have the break in between the open and the the main. So you be, yeah. could do like a really cool show out on like the fan plaza. You have Chris Myers maybe actually take Larry Mack out to the track and stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, like a wall trip is really good and that type of stuff too. So he is. He is. I feel like Michael Waltrip gets too much hate, first of all. Second of all, I think he's underutilized for how good he could be. Look, he's tall, funny man. Laugh at him. <laughs> and I would. That's what Fox does. <laughs> I would. I I would laugh at him. But even even that I feel like is a is like a disservice to like he's he's like like he's good with fans and he's good with crowds. Like I don't yeah. know why he's just so just so like oh let's have him do the truck series with Vince Welch. Blech. Which Gross. Michael Michael needs like a more he needs a Mike Joy he needed a Rick Allen he, need, he, he needs, needs a, he needs structure yeah needs structure alongside him and with Vince Welch is like Vince Welch's commentary is like a painting that got rained on Vince well and that's because of his background with pit reporting yeah obviously you know what I mean but... like you listen to um oh my goodness I'm forgetting uh. Dave uh, on NBC, Dave, uh, he's been a pit reporter like with TNT and ESPN and what's his name? Ooh, 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 hold on. I almost said Dave Despain and I was like, that's not correct. That's not it. <laughs> is, oh, is it Dave Burns? Yes. Dave Burns. I knew exactly who you were talking about. Dave Burns is good. Has like the Lego person haircut and stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dave Burns is good. He's, but if you listen really to good. when he does the like lead commentary, you can tell that he's coming from Pit Road. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can tell that there's a difference there. Um, can't wait for those standalone Xfinity races on NBC. By the way, those will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are always fun. But uh, I, yeah, and ironically, agree. Uh, I love the the booth of Dale Jarrett and Dave Burns. It's a, it's a good little combo. It's certainly it'll keep you on your it's, toes. It's different. It's like it'll you keep need you on your toes. Things. It'll be like it'll keep you on your toes. <laughs> I was I was trying to let you finish your thought because I didn't actually have any more thoughts. Oh, so you just kept talking with no thoughts. I just it keeps you Thank on your you toes, that. and then I was going to do a transition, but then you seem to have a good idea, so I was going to let you do no, a good idea. Okay, never mind. It's fine. Like, speaking of keeping you on your toes, Fox with the whole rotational booth. Now that we're kind of through the main portion, that's on. Over the air TV, which I think is, I think we're 10 races in now. Mm -hmm. um, do we like the rotation? Not necessarily all the guests, but do we like having the rotating third person? Yeah. Yeah. I, I still would prefer a third man that is permanent, but I don't hate this. It it's beats, fine. It it's beats been, it's Jeff Gordon every week. Beats Jeff opinion. Gordon every week. And it's been, it's been good. Like Tony was really good. Tony was really good in the booth. Matt um, Kenseth was good. At Auto Club. Kenseth, I thought was good. They even got um, Mark obviously... Martin up there for like 20 minutes, which is so <laughs> cool. I, I obviously I, I enjoy Dale in the booth because Dale's just good. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah that's, that's the crazy part. I'm okay, like, I'm okay with it. Like, have it, first of all, kudos to NBC and Fox that they've gotten so much praise for it. We'll give them some more because it's not going to change anything. Uh, for mm -hmm. getting that deal worked out, I know it's because of probably USFL stuff and that, that league's probably going to burn down to the ground because the quality of play is awful but um 
But kudos to both uh, for kind of coming together, especially NBC kind of loaning Dale to them. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe NBC gets Mike Joy on loan at some point. That would be pretty cool. Um, <laughs> That'd be uh, really good. Is uh, the other Sh- just just ship Rick Allen away for a day? Not not ship him away, but like maybe put him at a, like a school desk in front of the booth so he can watch and learn. Rick Allen isn't bad, man. He's just different. Um, Rick Allen is. I uh, know. I do like. I don't want to get into a whole talk about announcers right now. We got so much to cover. We'll talk about when we get to the NBC portion because I'm sure he'll say something at some point that makes people go, "Huh?" Um, yeah, yeah. And then and then we can also have Matt to yeah. be our generic NASCAR fan. Yeah, that just kind of says like generic speak. That's kind of like the hot mob take but we need that we need that we need that because we agree too often i think we we do and we have we we kind of have weird opinions sometimes i don't care even even when we disagree we have weird opinions (laughs) when we agree we agree on the weirdest stuff we we, even when we disagree we still end up on the other side of like the general nascar (laughs) fan base somehow i don't understand (laughs) the general nascar (laughs) fan base is like in the middle and we're just like way over here all the the way out here doing whatever it is that we do (laughs) That's why we don't get any views, because um, we don't <laughs> pander like some of those other shows no, out there. We're interesting. Some someone's gonna figure out that we're interesting soon enough. Speaking of, thanks. Uh, Booth was interesting though. <laughs> uh, Dale Junior. I had one more thought. Dale Junior.'s contributions to the sport. I think if you look at his career, he's already a Hall of Famer. But his biggest contribution will be his role in the media, whether it be mm-hmm. you look at his podcast the whole dirty mo media thing with the all the stuff that they do content and podcasts and and then his role with nbc now and hopefully when whatever happens with the media rights going forward after 2026 i believe um or this year i forget maybe it's 2024 but whenever the media rights change and if nbc doesn't renew or re-up um hopefully dale jr continues to do this job because he is very good at it I can't agree more. I, I I mean, there's really not much more for me to add. I just, I mean, I dude even does realized... a good job when they have him go to the Indy 500 or they go to yeah. the Kentucky Derby or go to the Olympics. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's just like he is just good at it. And I've heard that from multiple people in the industry too. Like even when he was driving, like if there was ever anything like that needed some form of like media talent, like they would they they always wanted to get Junior because he was always so good at it. Like. Like I've heard that from like multiple like media members, from people in, like like people in the industry, like through you know various podcasts or whatever they listen to. But like they all say the same thing that Dale was always like first pick, not just because he's popular, but because he's actually good at it. <laughs> it. It helps that he's popular, but he's actually good at it. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, so good job, Fox. Probably your second or third to last really good presentation of a race, knowing how things will go and how the general consensus opinion will be. But good job. Proud of you. Mm-hmm. Proud of you for making the fixes. I'm telling you, next week it's going to be back to race day in the studio and people are going to complain and whine and moan. Oh, they did a <laughs> stupid skit. Like, I'm sorry. They're trying stuff. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. It didn't work. Oh, scary. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's now failed a test up. before. F1. Now- now I'm gonna be honest about this. Didn't watch a lap. Okay, that's fine. Um, so we'll just kind of go over the general things. Uh, Verstappen <laughs> won. I didn't. I only watched like the last ten laps, yeah. so I did. Our normal, our normal top tier F1 guy is is, is out. Check so. out disqualified. 
Go check out Disqualified. We'll get a new episode. I kind of like that it's exclusive. I like that it's like a little <laughs> it's not weekly. Like, Ooh, who knows who's gonna happen? Like, uh, I, I don't think it's cool. <laughs> uh, Verstappen wins, of course, for stopping. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Sergio finished second. So Red Bull won two. Lando Norris third. Um, not a bad podium. Leclerc shoots himself in the foot. You're um, the dumbest idiot alive. <laughs> Mamma mia, that stupid Ferrari meme with the pasta gun. Shut. <laughs> oh, uh, it was Italy, right? Uh, so I had no right to be funny. And then also Mercedes <laughs> continues to be awful. I think uh, corpusing, Russell corpusing, finished. Corpusing. Russell finished fifth and or fourth, and uh, Hamilton finished outside the points for the second time this year. Hamilton washed. Yeah. Woo, let's pray upon people's downfalls. Um, yeah. I love Lewis Hamilton, by the way. But it is interesting. Um, um, sorry, I just thought I got an email about a exam score coming back, uh, and I, I got saw, really scared. I saw your face. I was like, Ugh. Uh, it ain't going to be good. It wasn't. Something we're happened. We're heading to Dover. But no, we're just going to Dover. That's all that's We're heading happening. to the Dover Motor Speedway. Dover, oh, that's weird. It is. That's weird. That's really weird. I don't, I don't like Got it. Got the generic logo and everything now. Ugh. Yeah, I don't I, like it. I'm just happy they didn't scrap the Nashville logo redesign that just got redone. <laughs> is it still, I mean, luckily Dover still has Mon- Miles or whatever, the monster dude. That's pretty cool. That's I'm cool pretty branding. sure most of the uh, SMI tracks have mascots, so can't mm-hmm. wait for the Miles the monster, like, actual, like, suit mascot that's gonna be awful but <laughs> um uh, there's no there's no there's no entry list so i can't look at the entry yeah list we're on monday but... so this is where it kind of i know john hunter is going to be at the 18 for xfinity that's probably a good choice um i think caruth hmm. is back in the 44 this weekend maybe okay um Excuse by me. the way leading the arca points good job raja that's cool good job that's really cool um proud of you um, I'm not to get too much into the racing that I think we'll see because I we really have no idea when it comes to next gen. Um, but I think for some reason we're, we're it's the low downforce package, yeah, for Dover. I think it's gonna be a decent race. I do too. Could be it could be good. I feel, I feel like this size track and up is probably like where the next gen's gonna excel. Which is good because uh, we have a lot of those. We do have a lot of those. That would be correct. <laughs> Can't wait to go to Texas. Uh- <laughs> so yeah i i don't know what watch, watch texas that, be like so good that everyone's like oh we need more of this <laughs> um, two thousand all over again burn down Wait. north wilkes or burn down texas for north wilkesboro i almost made a lot of people angry you almost made a lot of people angry <laughs> um not that i would disagree but oof oof yikes um <laughs> That's a bad take there, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I know I like North Wilkesboro. I just think I just, I think that that one page that was on Twitter was really oh, annoying. Oh, the save but the like, speedway. But like the track is awesome. <laughs> the save the speedway being like we're not gonna race on. They're not gonna race on dirt. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, we're gonna race on dirt for a month. Yeah, yeah. Who the hell do you know, dude? Nothing. Shut up, idiot. God. Um. So Xfinity, if you had to pick somebody, I think like Justin Allgaier is probably the top. Tier pick, right? It's concrete track. Yeah. He's always good at these. Ty Gibbs is obviously Ty Gibbs at this point. Noah's had a really good year. He won at Phoenix, which is 
while not, you know, obviously banking-wise similar, at least similar in terms of uh, length and... Yeah. Um, it's unique, like Phoenix, but also yeah. means it's different. <laughs> There's really no correlation, you just said that. I know. Um, it's, you know, and this is that this is that conversation <laughs> we've had about unique racetracks, unique racing, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, My pick for Xfinity is going to have to... I'm going to go John Hunter. Okay. Redemption in his hands. The wheel is steady and perfect. It would be awesome if he nudged Ty Gibbs out of the way. I hope he just dumps him. Well, I don't like either of them that much. I don't want anyone to get that much satisfaction, but (laughs) a little nudge, maybe some teammate fighting, that'd be pretty fun. He wanted, want, like, he wanted to go punch like him, want him in the face, but he knew he couldn't. If, if, if the price of them both losing is that one of them has to win, then I'll take it. <laughs> That's so toxic. <laughs> yep, John Hunter not going to be invited back to Gibbs because he beat Ty. <laughs> Confirmed. We didn't even talk about the Kyle Busch stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of Ty Gibbs, Kyle Busch was an absolute menace this weekend in the media. <laughs> I love him so much. He's in the the media center after qualifying on Saturday, and they're asking him about his contract, and he's like, well, I would have liked it to be done last week. (laughs) When would you have, like, when when do you want the negotiations to be over? Last week. Yesterday, yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Are you worried about it? Not really. Nope. What's the holdup? Ask Joe Gibbs. (laughs) (laughs) So what happens if you don't get a deal? (laughs) I leave. (laughs) Bye-bye. Dude, he's the he is the funniest guy in the garage area. I don't care. I, saw I don't a lot care. Of people, he's a butthole, but he's the funniest guy. I saw a lot of people being like, "Oh, well, yeah, they're looking for sponsors and stuff for him. That's not a very good look." It's like, honestly, the the attention he gets from doing stuff like that, dude, dude. If you watch the interview, he's wearing his driver suit yeah. with M and M's plastered all over and it, interstate, and, it and yeah, a bunch of views. I uh, a, like Kyle Busch for all his misses is a sponsor's dream. Yeah, in terms of in like the news for something. Yeah, um, and he's pretty dang good at representing his sponsors too. Dude, it sounds I, like, like. Dude, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna agree with you, but you guys, you sound like you had an. Oh, I was gonna say it sounds like they have a couple sponsors that are interested, so that's good. That's what I heard. I don't. I, there's no way Kyle like they willingly let Kyle Busch leave. He's the best driver at Toyota in all of Toyota. So, yeah. um, also and, you and, know KBM. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, he's um, he's also done. Good lord, he's also done a lot for Toyota as well. Exactly. Um, yeah, I can't wait for KBM to be the Ford factory team next year. And then David Gill and racing be the Toyota factory team. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Haley, do you get into the 54 truck? What? Um, God, or 51 Lord. truck. Sorry. I guess the 54 is already DGR. Um, but yeah, so, but and yeah. then, uh, David Wilson was angry about it and said, I don't like that. He said that blah, 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 blah. It's like, shut up. You've, you single-handedly made the sport worse. Sorry. Yeah. Who cares? Not single-handedly, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Well, we wanted more horsepower, and we wanted a smaller spoiler, but Chevy and Ford didn't. Like... <laughs> yeah. Are you sure okay. you're not, that's not your answer? Because you're the only one that's, like, here out of the three that is invested in motorsports, and you kind of know what motorsports fans want? Hmm. hmm. Weird, Weird answer there, brother. <laughs> hmm. 
um Kyle Bush then on Sunday kind of like walked back some of the stuff and obviously that didn't get any media attention because no because that's not because that's not funny Ooh, ooh Kyle Bush mad <laughs> he poke him yeah. with a stick um yeah basically cup series though like you said I think it's going to be one of the, another one of these unpredictable races next gen has been very much that Daniel Suarez is a good shout because we talked about him earlier and he is he has an Xfinity win at Dover He's good at Dover. Which was a very... Yeah, exactly. Um, he, he He's my pick. He was my pick. Okay. But you're not allowed to take him. No, I wasn't going to take him. Okay, good. Um, I think another driver that has to have a strong run and probably needs a win because he needs to get off his schneid is Kevin Harvick. 53 yeah. race winless streak. Uh, obviously, I'm pretty sure that's probably the longest of his career, if not getting up there. So, um, And I don't think he gets to leave a team... And go to another team and again in his career so yeah exactly i uh yeah i i feel like the cup race might have some attrition too because dover's a really high stress racetrack on the race cars usually i'm good with it man i'm good with it let's, too let's test these vehicles now it Cause, sucks cause, because the teams don't have any be... teams don't have any like input on the parts and all that but you yeah know, but let's i mean do the, it. These, car, these guys are going to be like yeah, everyone. Yeah, the the story at Dar- Darlington, the story at Dover is always the the landing and takeoff. You know, from mm-hmm. entry and exit of the corner. It'll be really interesting to see how these cars handle that and uh, who adapts to that the quickest. Because I feel like it's not going to be very easy to drive. What the ride heights look like. Yep, that too. Oh wow, yeah, that's gonna be really interesting. Because if you want that car smashed against the ground, guess what you're gonna be doing? Wearing out those parts a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, every every corner entry, when you get down into the corner, at you know, that's why it is at Dover. You get down to the corner, you land. You're going to be destroying stuff. Like you're just going to be wrecking your car. Um. Bye bye diffuser. <laughs> um, happy that you work, nice. but uh, sad that we're going to have to see you go because of one track. Um. Yeah, Harvick, I think needs to have a good run. Oh, uh, I, I look back again at kind of looking at Phoenix. Just because it's a similar track, um, mm-hmm. maybe even Richmond, but Chase Briscoe, Ross Chastain, Tyler Reddick, um, you know, Chase Elliott's another guy that feels like he needs a win. Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, also yeah. fall into that camp of you know the drivers that you feel like are good enough to win need a win. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Truex, Christopher Bell, but I think Harvick needs Harvick needs it the most, so I think he might be in store to get it this weekend. I have nothing else to add to cup it over. Yeah. Hey, I won money on the cup race though. That Eric Jones Good top stuff. 10. We won eight bucks. Ha- have you noticed that it is actually quite hard now without a third person? What do you mean? Like, I, like, I feel like we like stop and we're like, Oh wait, I don't know if it's hard. It's just different. It is different. Yeah. Not hard. It's I don't more have like to worry about Matt saying dumb stuff. That's so rude. Yeah, but I only said it because I know he'll listen. <laughs> so toxic. Well, We're you know. toxic. You are gatekeep, and I'm gaslight. And we didn't have Matthew girl boss is, tonight. Matthew is girl boss. We missed our girl boss. So. Anyways, that was yeah. the show. Uh, that remember, was the show. That's you a wanna, solid one. I think so. Good. You want to help? Laugh. You want to help support us here on JTN? Best way to do so. Well, we're on JTN too. Is to make sure you hit the like button and subscribe on both channels. You can buy yourself some merch off the merch store again. Looking into ways to get that fixed. Um, 
hope <laughs> hope that you enjoyed this episode. So leave us a review. Uh, follow the podcast. There's a fake racers podcast. That's a, that's a really good shot, Davey. Don't turn the cup any more than that. Um. <laughs> Such um, a shame. It Such is. Shame. I'm so disappointed by that. When I picked that box up and I heard it jingle, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of getting you guys those mugs, too. I was, I was so, so happy to get it. it. I was so excited. I waited. I didn't want to tell you guys. And then... <laughs> That's okay. You got your you got your Ryan Priest diecast though. So I'll just I'll just drink beer out of it or something instead. Well, you got to be careful. You don't want to cut yourself when you're inebriated. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Turns nice. his hand around. It's just a bleeding mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's funnily enough the same hand that I stuck an exacto blade into on accident. Good job. Yeah, um, I thought it was the handle, and I like to tap the handle on stuff. Mm-hmm. I did it on my hand. I don't do it to my hand anymore, but it was the wrong way. <laughs> and I bled everywhere. It was pretty good. That's a good story. Um, I have a scar. It's awesome. That's cool. It's pretty gnarly, bro. That's not... <laughs> pretty oh, we gotta make up. We gotta make up for the mat talk. Yeah, I don't know, the Talladega 5 Scundo or whatever. Now you're being <laughs> toxic. The Talladega 5 Scundo. I went to the gross yesterday and I got a soda and I watched Tony Stew lay down a fat lap in a sprint car. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you want to go that extra mile, help support us here on JTN. You can head to our merch store, pick yourself up some great merch like Davey was showing. <laughs> um, also have a bunch of great designs that have thrown up there. Yeah. Have a new Ryan Pace design. We didn't even talk about the USORL race. We can. I mean, it was dumb. I just. You know, there. Go, go check it. I mean, right here on JTN two, there is a beautiful short. You gotta watch it. it Wait, is, oh yeah, I gotta. <laughs> it is. It is top ten all time of things that I've come up with creatively. So, <laughs> I gotta see it again. I gotta watch uh, it. I'll watch it right now while you do the outro. Um. So remember, you can follow Davey. All of his links are down in the video description below. D seven H five. D seven H five er. Um, on Twitch, right? Twitch is where it's D seven H five er. That's funny. I'm sorry, I had to. I had to watch. You're it. good. You're good. D7H5er on Twitch. That's an ER at the end. D7H5 on Instagram. Davey has it on Twitter. There you go. Um, but once again, as always, cannot thank you enough for watching this week's episode, dealing with our silly, silly, uh, peoples. Uh, again, wishing Matt well. Hope he feels better. <clears throat> yeah, he had a sore throat because of all the. Nope, don't say it. Anyways, can't thank you folks enough for watching this week or listening. Again, leave us a review, like, whatever. And we'll see you guys next week on the Fake Racers Podcast. So long for now, folks. Thanks, guys. Uh, Wait, I gotta do the math thing. Okay, bye.